0: Welcome back to another episode of You the And we are always excited to be here We hope you enjoy our, today's episode And today I'll be hosting alongside Johnson Johnson, please say hi Hi guys <laughs> <laughs> How, you? How are you like today? So. I'm good All right. I'm good. And we have two amazing, amazing guests in the house today um, Our mommy, Mrs... Julie Faruk, welcome. Uh. Thank you. Okay. And our very own uncle, Uncle ah! <laughs> <aye. laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, good. sir. Good afternoon,
1: everyone.
0: How are good you good doing
1: good today? Sir. I'm fine. It's nice to be here again.
0: Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for accepting to be our guest today. And we look forward to having an amazing time. Yeah, so just in tell our listeners our topic for today.
1: Okay, guys, quick and take one. Because today we are going to be discussing about um, what we in particular I think is the egoistic ideology.
2: Mm. There's money,
1: money, money. Mm. Although today, in another form, we'll be talking mm. about diversifying um, um, the sources of income. Mm. Because we all have one source of income or the other. But why do we do to diversify? Why can't we just stick on that mm. one and still make progress on it and make our life count on it? So, guys, just stick, You find out. Bye. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, we're going to start from our mommy. Mommy, can you please tell us what you do, like that okay. means you generate income from, generally.
3: Okay. Um. Actually I was surprised when I was approached <laughs> <laughs> because I've been in missions
2: mm-hmm.
3: with my husband for many years now. So when Daniel called and we talked I was like, hmm? why me? I'm going to look for somebody else wow. to, to come. But I, I think I wouldn't find somebody immediately and I thought, okay, Uh, I've had some sources of income. So let me come and share from my little experience. Now, even though we've been in missions, and generally speaking, uh, the kind of mission outfit we've worked with, one of them was... We, we needed to raise support for our upkeep. So we did that. We, we prayed and asked God to show us people who would come alongside us and uh, support our ministry with funds so that we can do the work that God has called us to do. But then after a while we moved to another aspect of ministry where we are free now to to raise other sources of income. So apart from asking partners to come alongside us and support us, one of the things that I did as a person was to go into uh, cooking. Uh, and I went into it out of interest actually. Uh, I think it's one of the gifts that I have. I love to sell, and I, I enjoy it when I serve people and I see that they are happy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I ventured into that little by little and it became a big thing eventually. You started as Mama put, uh, no, not as Mama put really. I didn't do Mama put. I didn't, I didn't go into everyday catering like having a, an outfit. At the point, I thought of doing that, but I didn't eventually. But I didn't want something that would tie me down from doing ministry. Mm-hmm. Yes, because ministry is such that we travel out to minister to people, mostly missionaries. So I didn't want a situation where I would tie myself down, you know, and not be able to go out. So I needed something that would free me yeah, to, to go out with my husband, to visit missionaries, to encourage them, to pray with them, and sometimes we bring them in To give them some training and help them to retreat and just you know uh, refresh them. So because of that, I decided. Okay, let me go into catering. The type that I do it once in a while. Mm -hmm. Yes, from time to time.
1: So missionary being a missionary was your main hustle. Yes. Catering was your side hustle. Yes,
3: catering was a side hustle. Okay. Yes. So, but sometimes it came as a big thing, okay. like when you cater for big weddings, mm-hmm. where you cater for a thousand people. In fact, there was a time I catered for two thousand people. Wow, uh, at a wedding. So, this was an extra source of income that came in. You want me to go on? That's good.
2: Let's
1: hear from you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the topic is quite apt for the times we're in. Growing mm. yeah. up, um, I think in the 80s, the economy also experienced it in those days like this. And I remember that there were times that people were distributing essential commodities. My mom worked for the government. My dad was also a civil servant with the Federal Ministry of Works as an engineer. And during that period when the economy was really bad, my parents took a decision my mom felt the income was now not enough to cater for some of the things she desired that the family would be doing. Travels or visiting other family members across the nation. So she ventured into uh, drinks. So she Got a retainership with Coca Cola, Pepsi, and she started it on the side. When she closed from work, she would go there. And when we closed from school, we would now help her sell in the motor pack. So she would load it into this cooler with ice block and we'd carry it in our head. (laughs) <laughs> From himself to travelers at the park, so that's where I got the first impression of trying to do something. Because I wondered why he was working. And I thought the work was a good job. So why this? And she explained that sometimes what you do may not necessarily meet all your needs. You need to find other ways to augment those things because your initial job is not meeting. Now for me, I am into construction and if you are into construction, I I don't work for government so I'm into contracting. I'm not a 30, 30 days earner civil servants wait for 30 days to get their (laughs) for someone that is not working for government you would be wise to find support in consorts the contractor would get a job of 100 million 200 million eventually that money will finish Before you get the next job sometimes, it takes that time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because of the way the country is. Mm-hmm. So you need to have a source that will meet daily needs. Mm-hmm. That was really easy. That mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, then you will catch yourself mm-hmm. in a very terrible corner sometimes. Okay. So uh, that's that's how I started thinking of diversifying, looking for other sources to support what, what I do. What I do. Yeah. Major what I do, which is construction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because nowadays some parents when they see you at this tender age trying to hustle, go to this side, you're here, this that side like, look at you as jack of all three. Mm. So that's why this um, topic is very apt for us to know the difference of uh, being a jack of all and actually diversifying because you must like propose it in your heart that see I am going into this for this particular reason because nowadays I wonder why Maggie would be thinking about diversifying because I'm like is she paying cookies for somebody <laughs> or is she supporting as long well, as said their work is in mission or you that you're not working for government sir and. Marvin is just like a student, Was the reason behind it? So maybe Marvin, is there anything you like to ask them concerning, like why? I think that should be very. Good. Yeah, I'm
0: they're mentioning some of them. Yeah, some of them so about yeah. how the economy is already. <laughs> um, but I think that is the main. That is the main reason. But can you maybe, Marv, can you shed more light on that? Why necessity? You are students, you need to have certain rules like that. Do you have anything to say about that?
3: Well, I didn't start early as a student. Mm-hmm. I started diversifying as an adult. But I think it's a good topic that you guys are thinking about it now, mm-hmm. as young as you are. Number one. Like he said, the economy, you know, tilts. Sometimes what you're doing, you find that government policies will come and affect it. And then you find your business, some aspects of your business begin to go down. So if you don't have something else to hold on to, you get into trouble. And you begin to feel, ah, I started this thing and, uh, you know, it's not progressing. So, because of that, you need to, you know, add another thing as much as you can. Maybe I will say as a student, you try not to do things that would also affect your studies. Mm. Much I'm coming to that. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So <laughs> okay. I think I'll throw that and shift to Yes, when's the right time,
1: or what's what time do you think is best for one to diversify? Like, when is the right time? Because mm. basically, our uh, audience are yeah, youths, yeah, younger people, like that. So, when's the right time, sir? Okay, so hmm. what I'm seeing now is that. Everybody is hustling. Uh,
0: nah, <laughs> <trivial>. <laughs> so
1: I wonder sometimes why are they hustling? It's very obvious that there is a need. Mm-hmm. So do all they are trying to satisfy some wants mm-hmm. because parents provide and meet needs. Mm-hmm, too. It depends on the motive behind it. So for some young people, for me, I think it is to meet some wants, <coughs> to have some kind of apparels that will meet the time that naturally parents provide the daily need. Have you eating? Yes. <laughs> have I paid your school fees? Yes. But I want to also represent So they hustle to meet those wants. When is the best time to do it? There's no appropriate time depending on needs. I'll say that because there are people that are hustling because they don't have support for even school fees. So they hustle and pay themselves to school. I know quite a number of people that have done that. I know those that have done masonry jobs as masons, and they pay them they pay their way through school. And when do they do it? They do that during the holidays, work work safe, pay their school fees, then go and concentrate in school. Sometimes within the school year, when they see that they are short, they still take time out during the weekends to do some odds and ends just to make sure that they are able to meet up to pay handouts and certain things because they don't have source. So, there's no appropriate time to say you should look for something to do but in the right balance when you say diversification that means you have something you are doing right but it's not just meeting the needs and you are looking for other ways to ensure that you have enough resources to meet those needs or trying to play safe especially in the economy that we find ourselves today to ensure that at least you have other sources. For instance, you work for government when they do retrenchment and you don't have any other source. Or you work for government and retirement age is coming. And for some people with the number of years they work. So they probably started civil service. 18. Mm. And if you do a number of years, they tell you you have reached retirement. Mm. Right? Yeah. For some it's age. So if you retire early, what do you do with the rest of your life? Mm. You collect pension and sit down. <laughs> so a lot of people have seen the need to quickly look for other sources so that you keep them going mm. financially. Okay, well. Uh, mommy, a lot of us are struggling with um, the idea of income. Mm-hmm. Income, when we get the word income, because basically most people just attach it to that monetary value. And we don't see that income sometimes can be inheritance. Yeah, you can leave inheritance like you know of um, people who have left some inheritance for their children, and the children generate wealth from it. That's why our topics are um, kind of sources of income. So, I don't know, in like the church has been talking about you know,
3: recently.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, some people think, yeah, it's too early for you to start thinking about you. It seems you're calling death to come. So, what would you also like to pass to this younger generation in terms of our mentality and ideology towards income? Because all we think income is as unco as um rightly divided it's that it's into need and once but most of us actually we just look at income as wants, that okay that sharp sharp something yeah just to meet our apparels and food needs and stoke <laughs> infrastructure whatsoever. So maybe you just shed more light concerning income. Like give us more light and knowledge about what we need to know about income outside just being memory. money. Mm.
3: Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Income outside being just mere money. Well um like you said some some people get wealth from what they inherit from their parents. But if they don't use the wealth well they can sit down with what they get. And it gets finished, mm-hmm. just like he said. Suddenly, you can get in a contract of millions of naira, and you think, ah, that is it. But if you don't walk towards, uh, uh, what? What would I use now? Multiplying, like multiplying it, sustaining it, and making it. Uh, uh, regular thing, mm. it can just you you be surprised yeah. that you just finish. Mm. So, income is what comes in and helps you to live life. Mm. Yeah, it could be money, it could be help from somewhere, it could be expertise from somewhere, mm. it could be things that will help you. But generally speaking, I know it's it's money. Where mm-hmm. we are talking about? Because our topic said sources. Yes. yes. So, so we don't. Sources just of, of money. yeah sources of sources of his income. No sources of income. Uh, can be different sources. It can be gotten from inherited wealth. It can be gotten from what you have worked for. It can be gotten from what. You've been trained to do, and you have, you have, uh, you have gone through the training, and you are putting that training into practice, and it is bringing in wealth mm. for you. So, like what I had wanted to add at the beginning was, you know, at a point apart from this catering, another source of income I had was one of our members was running an NGO. And I went there and I got trained to do some of the trainings and seminars that he does because he needed people to help him to do a lot of the work. So I gave myself for training under his NGO and so when work comes I go out and and do some of the work, the training as a, as a facilitator, and it brings in some sources of income for me. Okay, and he achieves his own uh, goal of giving out the the training that he has been asked to do as the uh, owner of the NGO. So that's another source of income that that came in. So it it didn't have to be like going to buy and sell or going to you know do catering Mm. or or the common things that we Mm. we think of so we make ourselves available Mm -hmm. and uh, you know during this missions week that we just finished as, uh, as the speaker was speaking and I was thinking about this topic because uh, Daniel had already told me, I was like, hmm, are we thinking of sources of income just because of our wants? Even mm-hmm. as youths, we should begin to think of giving it out also. Yes, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, but I, I was thinking, am I going ahead of you?
2: No, come no, 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 no. <laughs> Actually.
3: So, yeah. Okay. So I was thinking, okay, if the youths are thinking of diversifying sources of income, for what reason? That's another yeah. uh, reason to think about. Is it just to...
1: And then you're going into our question. Oh, okay. To to Uncle <laughs> okay. Now.
3: okay, sorry.
1: Because, um, Uncle, hmm, last question I think on this subtopic now before my philosophy rest is um, Believers guide in sourcing income because nowadays we believe the end justifies the mm. as young people. That's why, yeah, whenever we know about the, the internet, kind of or stuff, and whatsoever, betting, and yes, yeah, yeah, forget as long as possible, mm. pay, possibly, pay, and yeah, and some parents don't really know really, the really source of this income. Yeah, as long as yeah, that's why I say the end just mm-hmm. just the means. But from your practical experiences, you just know that it's not about just money, money, money. I've talked about at the end of it, okay? It has opened up for you to really fast from here, yeah, the world of experience, and also just the just completed missions conference mm-hmm. talked about why even hustling, not just for your one student, but also for the need of mission and also. That's like spreading the gospel via your income and the rest, mm-hmm. and like that. So, Uncle would like you to just give us some tips like a guy, as a believer, the do's and don'ts. If you want to stand out, income wise, thank God again, it does have the because I'm standing mm-hmm. out. So, is it everything? That as a child of God, everything that the world will do, should we do it because we want to earn money? The answer for me, you no. What will bring glory to God is what I expect young people to do. And trust God to add His blessing to it. Now, I'm saying this because people are hustling using their body. Mm -hmm. They are even in Europe hustling using their body. (laughs) Does that glorify God? And they are making money. (laughs) money And they are collecting it in dollars. But would you have peace? doing those things? How do you clean yourself and clean that money? You can't have peace using such monies to say you want to sponsor mission. <laughs> so for me, let's even talk about the basic issue of this birth Niger Nigeria that quite a lot of young people are going into. Some call it side hustle. Yeah. I'm trying to make money. I'm trying not to depend on my friends as the excuse. So you go into it. But for me that is laziness.
2: Yeah. Why? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yes.
1: Where's the work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you work to earn money. What work have you done? Just stick. That's <laughs> what you. understand? There. Yeah. Go through the Bible. I think one day we should have a study on what work is. Mm. Okay. Whatever your hand finds to be, do it diligently. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. The glory of God. Looking for quick ways of making money. is working I would define as hustle.
2: Okay.
1: Let's define it. But diversifying is that you are doing something productive and also adding other means that can also help you or even help others because you are employing others. Mm. So, I'm in construction. So, I had some issues that I needed to tackle. So, I now started raising dogs. Because I looked at my environment and I felt I was wasting the space. Mm-hmm. So, I looked at the space, it was not too big. If you have a dog farm, Keeping those big dogs, you take so much space. So I had about five of the big ones. Then I now had the terriers, those small ones. Mm. They didn't consume space. And I had about five or six of them that were delivering. Each of them would deliver twice a month. Mm. And if I sold puppies, I was selling puppies every other month. And I was using that money to take care of my parents. Wow. My parents' medication. Because it was a major financial need that I had, which was consistent. Their drug monthly it was about $22,000, 23000 both my mom and my dad. That... And okay, I'm a contracting person. So what happens the month that I have mm. not gotten a job? No. How do I run that need consistently? Mm. Those dogs were taking care of my parents. Mm. Steadily. It just took away that headache for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not fun. <laughs> Yeah. So it means we ought to have something doing do before that I was trying. That without the excuse of not possible, not anything to our world, it's because I'm trying to make money. One important point is that we should not trivialize any gift that we have or any skill that we have. If we do it long enough, we'll be recognized for it and people will look for it. Today, for almost twenty years. You go in front of Nitel, you find a woman that sells granite and banana. I was going there when we were living in Secretariat Road in Kidenwada to buy granite and banana. I live in Rayfield now, I'm looking for granite and banana still go there. Mm. That woman has trained her children in banana. Mm. So what is it that young people mm. are looking down on things that can raise you small monies by the side while you do your things? I'll add to it. After the 2021 crisis, most of the people that were selling it were usually people from the north corner. Mm. We didn't have our own indigenous people, young people doing it because it just didn't look like something any young person mm. should do. Because how can I tell my baby that I'm selling it?
2: It's <laughs> 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 not
1: hype yeah. enough. So, I sat down with some young people And I told them, there's a huge market to make money. And I said, we are willing to commit one cow leg for the person to start. I have a testimony to say, one of the persons that we talked about in this local church took up the challenge. And there's still a number of this church. We bought cow leg for him. One cow tie and he was teaching in a school that he was earning about twenty-something thousand at that time. He bought it and started selling. Soon after that, he employed somebody to be selling there. Mm. What he was earning from it was more, more than what he was earning mm. as a teacher. Mm. But the rest mm. of the guys that we had this discourse with <laughs> Oh, sell meat, you know
2: the
3: <laughs> You
1: know the, <laughs> <laughs> you know the, <laughs> you know the Yeah. I am interested in the things that are really not things that people like to do. Mm. So my early days, everybody wanted collar jobs. Mm. I went into London. Here in the oh. middle wake up 5 a.m. and go and water my farm here in the room, I had full army people living here in beginning. and I got people from Kano to water it and I took my tomatoes to wow. on the to sell. In mm-hmm. job they sold at 15 Naira by basket or 17 Naira per there. And if he gets to Amitra, I sold for 500 wow. or 700. Wow. wow. He is... gets to Lagos even those, you and get a or one down. Oh. Wow. Yeah. You do well, and anytime I met you did that time, you go, what, what, what do you do? I said, they said to me too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, there's no change. Yeah. yeah, But I don't see yeah. young people now. I'm not now. seeing young
1: people interested in Dude. those kind <laughs> of things. Everybody wants to hang back and yes. say, I have computer. They do some mm. work, you know? We need to intro, mm. look back. Mm. There's money everywhere. We
0: like from your story of your puppies, you said there was a space that was wasting. So I feel like we we should really look for the available opportunities that are around us. There are lots, but we tend to ignore them. And that was that was what stood out from from what you said. Should look for what is available mm-hmm. around and really take advantage of the opportunities. That is that is amazing, and we should stop looking down on blue guys who will leave this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: if you're there, that's fine. also. I learned something now. That's about to um, just advertise that man. Now for those of you listening to this podcast, <laughs> you're looking for banana yes, and grass.
0: Uh, <laughs> one more thing about consistency. Yes. consistency is about really consistency. key. Yeah. yeah. So some of us we see that when money is not really coming in as fast as we want to or as much as we want to, we tend to look for other I men sharp, sharp, and just.
1: Drops, what the you're first doing, one, people, yes. let people uh, know you for what you're doing. Yeah, and be
0: consistent it and may grow. Just be
1: your
0: yeah. yeah. That's really important. Consistency and then look for how to grow. That's it. Um so we started speaking um about something earlier, students who hustle and all of that. So some um you say there are any disadvantages maybe in listening to their studies or as being young with hustling and cooling like that. We said there are any disadvantages on cool maybe talk about that.
1: For for some people have now majored in the hustling than in the story. Mm-hmm. Because tell you a fact, money can be a distraction. Mm. So this is why my boys, bros. They feel, why are you going to school
0: now?
1: are oh. going to school because you think mm. when you go to the school, you make mm. money. Yeah,
0: I get a
3: job.
1: So, and I get a job. So, mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. so, they say, let me start a yeah. business <laughs> And
3: they
1: make the money. Mm, yeah. Some lonely. of them then go to school, after they make the money. Because it's some of them, if you go to the school, they train their wives, to go to school. Go to
2: school.
1: And, mm-hmm. they to and they go and get honorary mm-hmm. degree. And they are mining home with heavy accounts.
2: Mm-hmm. Because they
1: consistently continue to sell spare parts. Consistency. Consistency. Mm-hmm. Continue to sell whatever it is that they do. But they constantly do it. Until mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. grow. Yeah. So, for students, there has to be a balance. You cannot, you know, allow the um, the need for income to deter you from your aim. Mm. So, first you need to define what you really want. It's when you have not gotten purpose. Mm. You've not found the purpose and where you think God wants you to be. Which is why at the retreat I was saying we all need to sort out the basic thing. And we need to be doing it at every step. Where do you want God? What do you want me to do? Where do you want me to be? If you get those clarity with God wherever you are you will make it. Even if others are not making it there, you will make it. If I tell you, people, if I say, hey Jesse, this Jesse, Jesse, anyone architect Jesse, student architect, if I give him an option of staying in Abuja and going to Sokoto, Jesse will pick Abuja. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. sure. But shouldn't you ask God mm. first? When I finished school, I served in Abuja. Abuja had only one hotel then, Abuja Hotel. And things were opening up, and that was the place to be. But I asked the Lord, Where will he want me to? He said, Go back to just And I came I have not looked back, because God has made me I've been going to Albuja in and out. And I can write well. I've to Albuja. Wow. But I have grown. I've seen the need. Because what's most important for me is at that time when I was talking to them, mm-hmm. there's a place where I can raise children. It's a ballpark. I needed my family to be. I didn't want the hustle and bustle that divides me and my family. So early enough we need as young people to talk to God. Where do you want me to be? What I'm reading, how would you want me to use it for your glory? Then he will place you to the place there will be no struggle if he tells you to go to Sokoto. You go to Sokoto and you use that profession in line with what has happened in Mission Field. Mm. You will prosper there and be able to use those things to grow other people Mm. within the system and making disciples. So important really.
0: First of all, knowing knowing God, I believe it begins with that. I feel like the foundation of everything is knowing God, and then seeking to know what He wants for us. And I feel like that's where most young people have missed it. Nobody wants to serve in any state that is not like Abuja or where there's no money. I feel like this is really important. We should we should pursue knowing the mind of God, and it has worked for you guys, our, our parents, and. You know that if we are, are faithful, it will work for us too. So that's really important. Um Mommy, can you um, help us just more about the balance with school and hospital? Can you just have, do you have anything else to say about that striking a balance thing?
3: Yeah, I think he mentioned it earlier. Just to also reiterate that, you know, if you have to work as a student then you have to work extra hard and plan plan your time mm-hmm. he said some people plan to work during the holiday some during weekends some at other times I mean you know you would know how heavy your lectures are and then you know what time you have where you don't have parents or people to help pay for your school needs. Mm -hmm. And you have to do it yourself. There are times that you have to work in order to uh, pay those needs, meet those, those needs. So if you have to, like he said, in line with knowing what God wants you to do, you have to also know that you have to work extra hard. You will not be like other students who are just whiling away time. You know, you know that you have this ahead of you, uh, you don't have someone to do it for you like others do. So you have to do it yourself, and God will honor you, God will help you. So, again, bottom line is knowing God, asking Him, and putting in extra work. That means working for your income and working for schoolwork. It has happened several times. I have this young man, a nephew who read, uh, read medicine in medical, and he worked extra hard because he didn't have uh, much help from his parents. So he had to do extra things, quite a lot of them. And he said, he usually says, Mommy, it wasn't easy, but God helped him. And he scaled through and he met most of his needs, most of
0: his needs Mm -hmm. and today he's a red doctor. Okay Ma, um, in addition you spoke about catering, the first teacher job you were doing, Mm -hmm. can you say there were any challenges doing more than one, also the missions, was there any challenge also doing the other things?
1: And um, to add to that, how do you overcome,
0: how did you balance everything?
1: Or do you concert,
3: mm. you well, one of the challenges I faced one time was there was this uh, trip we had to go to, and I had a, a catering job to do for one week, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, hmm, "What do I do? Do mm-hmm. I say no to this trip and finish this this work and?" Um, uh, my my husband's nephew that lived with us, and grew up with us, had been trained. She was a young person, in fact she was reading her, her diploma in the university. And, uh, she had known how to do all these things, but I was afraid of living it with her. But I said, oh God, just help me. So I, I brought her in. I loved the job with her and she did it well and uh, I went on my trip, I was happy. She was happy because it also trained her to be a better person at supervision and uh, you know the interesting thing, that was where she got her husband.
1: Just using money as a prize yes.
3: to income.
1: Uh-huh. Now she does the source of income uh-huh. because from there she diversified into
3: marriage, uh-huh. and that's what yeah. she's doing for a living right now. So wow, because I'm very sure she didn't really help out because of money. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Because the money also strike that balance. Yes, not business. it wasn't because of the money. It was because I asked her to do it
1: and it gave a source of income yes. to her now.
3: Yes. With bonus mm, 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 set. So, Uncle,
0: can you say there are challenges too with the of income here yeah, and how?
1: Yes. They are and can be. The reason is you have to find a way to have what you call work life balance. Somehow you have to have a way to do you have what you call work-life balance, and by that I mean not allowing these things to weigh you down. Because sometimes when you are trying to look your extra source of income, you are not going to spend those incomes on your health. Mm. Because mm. you are stressing. Mm-hmm. And yet, you don't know you are stressing. And if you don't keep proper record, you just find out that you are just pouring water in the basket. Mm. You are getting the money, but the money is going because you are still going to, to, to pay your health mm. because of stress. So whatever it is that you are doing, yes, make sure that it is really not too stressful for you, you have to look at it, nobody, the only person that if you check yourself, you cannot lie to yourself for well, you, you know yourself, you can't lie to yourself, well, you will know that you are stressed mm-hmm. but half the time you don't know when to draw the line mm. because we keep thinking, mm. the next one the next one, the next one, and this one, on. You need to have a rethink, have a review. Now, about this issue of um, diversifying, you can do something for a while, depending on the time and the space. You may need to review those things and do other things later. Sometimes one thing, you might be feeling it, but you don't know that you are feeling it because it's just me. I'll give you an example. I'm into construction, so I have trucks. I have tipas. And when I'm not working on my own site, my trucks make bring income because I take materials Mm -hmm. for others that are working Mm -hmm. so that's another source of income Mm -hmm. but running it at one point i realized that as good as it is you know i was spending more on fixing the vehicle later because they were newer and I was happy having them for my own self. Mm. But when I didn't have self, they were actually not generating again at one point. Mm. Because I was spending okay. more. Okay,
2: they were working. Yeah.
1: And I didn't draw the line mm. So earnings from another business, I was putting it mm. in it. By the time I realized it, and it was time to let those drugs go. Mm. So if you are not careful, mm. that additional source of income is actually not an mm. additional source. Mm. It may be a dream. Mm. So you need to review, mm. evaluate what you are really doing, which is what most of us come to. Mm. If you are doing anything, you need to keep records of what you are doing. That's why I say, what young people are doing is just awesome yeah. because if i ask you show me the book then you're show me the book of what yes. you are putting yeah. and what you are getting at yeah. wow. thank you very much we wish we have a part two of this because actually mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. When the last point about stressing we yeah in the last month yeah i think i was at your house I was in I was like, hi, I'm stressed out because I was busy getting some contracts on all this iCloud stuff from Abuja in the US. And you have Abuja people are so demanding mm-hmm. 12 midnight, they will call you, you have not sent your work, blah, blah, blah. And it was stressing me, just not about it. Mm-hmm. I have to go to the pharmacy. This is the pharmacy several times just to get malaria drugs. I didn't know that stress trigger malaria. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's no much to do in my room in the US like that. So, Honestly, I I got something from yeah. that, so I hope you have ah, good balance. <laughs> <of laughs> <relationships.
0: laughs> that is very important. Honestly, you cannot grow if you not keep record of what comes in, what goes out. Yeah, there's no way you can grow. You do not know what to do to improve, what to cut out. You know, so it's really important. I feel like we should we really look into having another.
1: Episode particularly talking yeah. about all of this stuff. Last, yeah. uh, last month, you you mm-hmm. I <laughs> <Really? laughs> was just busy pouring water inside baskets. The money was coming, but I was just spending them yeah. out like that mm-hmm. indirectly. So, yeah, mm-hmm. thank you so much, Uncle. So, on the uh, um, last note, we would like to hear what you guys have to say to us. So finally, when I start mumming them, finally, in general, it's concerning this topic.
3: Yeah, I think it's a good topic you guys are asking us to discuss and and it's good that you're asking the older folks. Maybe next time you should talk with the younger folks, I don't know, (laughs) so that you get a balance. Yeah, because I know things are changing a bit, but the basic thing is the same, actually what he shared with us so kudos keep it up
1: thank you yeah for me i think um i I still want to hone in on the issue of talking to god about everything Mm. and um if you read the bible very well many times the children of israel went to war without talking to God about it, and they mm. feeling filled in those words. They lost those up. We don't keep records. Half the time we take decisions, thinking that we are old enough, we can take this decision without talking to God about it. Mm. And I think it will be a lot easier on all of us if we talk to God about what we want to do, pray about it, once we find, get that leading, sometimes we may not hear God saying, do this, but you are taking a step of faith because your step isn't sure because you have just about it. So sometimes when you really think that thing is going to go wrong, God steps in because you've talked to him about it. It's not something you just decided to do. I did quite a number of things that I didn't talk to God about. And I bought motorcycles so that people I thought lived around me, I can help them and it can be a source of income because mm. they are sitting idle. I didn't talk to God about them. I bought them for half a million each and I lost them to peace. And I learned a lesson. Mm. Yeah,
0: the mother also. It's actually memories, to me to remember some things that. <laughs> yes, yeah, really, but that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. It has been amazing. I I won't lie. I've learned a lot. <laughs> it has made me rethink, nice. and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and, uh, mommy, thank you very much again. Uncle. Thank you very much. We hope to. Have you all again mm-hmm. to discuss? <laughs> yeah, yes, so. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Jesse is here. Yeah. <laughs> so, just thank you very much. It's been amazing doing this with My you. Pleasure. Yeah, so thank you all and goodbye.